Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Gina Guzman, a CEO, lawyer, author, and woman business owner, here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and life as a leader. For today's episode, I have with me my law partner, Barry Shaw Sackett. Barry is a partner at the Guzman Law Firm, and today we're going to talk about tips for buying out your relatives in a family business. Welcome to the podcast, Barry. Thanks for having me, Gina. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Barry, maybe you can just introduce yourself briefly to our audience. Uh, Barry Sackett, I've been an attorney for a long time, uh, been in a number of different roles, but one of my roles was taking over a, a, a family law practice that had been around for over, that has been around for over a hundred years and then merging that with, uh, with the Guzman Law Firm um, and helping a lot of other families in, in those kinds of transactions. So when we talk about a family business, you come from a family business. I come from a family business, and I know the uh, the joys of that and, and the potential pitfalls. Absolutely. So Barry, could you explain a little bit about how a family business works, and what does it mean if a family member wants to buy out their relatives? Well, you know, family business transactions come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, it can be uh, siblings buying out from each other. It can be kids buying out from kids. It can be nieces and nephews buying out from aunts and uncles. Um, it can be in-laws buying out from, uh, from the family, which often happens. So, you know, the, the thing about family businesses is, uh, that they've got a special dynamic that is the relationships that are interwound with the business. Um, so it, it, it adds that extra layer, which can be valuable because really all business is based on trust and relationships, but it can also uh, be a bit of a problem if, if those things go wrong and, and can kind of make some sense outside of the financial sense of a transaction. So I know I've been involved in the Prairie Family Business Association, and one of the things I often think about is they have the three circles, and sometimes those three circles overlap where people can be members of the family, or owners of the business or employees in the business. But sometimes you could just be in two of the circles. Maybe you're an employee and a family member, or maybe you're an owner and an employee, but you're not in the family. And so it really is a blend of all of those different circumstances, isn't it? That's absolutely right. You know, the, the people that are in the business can understand some of the dynamics that just don't translate to others. Um, you know, I, I deal with a lot of agribusiness uh, situations where you've got the, the people on the ground day-to-day uh, -day dealing with things and, and the people off see a lot of dollars going through but they don't realize that the dollars are flowing both ways and, and so the perception, communication, understanding is, is key to, to a really successful family business transaction. So Barry, what are some of your tips that you have for families in order to try and keep the peace during a transaction? You know, my number one uh, tip is to really look at getting somebody that's not in the family to be involved in the transaction um, that can give you a business perspective on what you're looking for. Now that can be a number of different people that can certainly be a trusted uh, employee, that can be a banker, that can be uh, a, an attorney certainly, um, but somebody that can kind of reset things when, when they start to get a little bit crazy with, within the family relationship. 
um, and and also that you know probably knows the the dynamics of the family enough that can can help you guide uh, guide through those issues as well. I think that's a, a really good point. And and what are some of the important roles that attorneys play in these types of family business transactions? Well, you know, I always say that in in drafting a, an agreement for a family business, you want to draft an agreement. And that when it's done, you can put it away and never look at it again. That you've covered all of the issues that that are currently in effect and the ones that are going to come up in the future. Because inevitably, a family business means that you're looking, you know, a generation or two generations ahead sometimes. And to anticipate how that happens um, and to pe put people in a perspective that they're really the keeper of that family business for the time that they're involved in it. They... They aren't, it's not theirs that they can take home and run away with. Um, and and helping, helping them understand how that can work and how that can work successfully. Um, you know, a lot of times families get territorial and, and I'm sure everybody's kind of felt that. But to have somebody that, as an attorney, can come in and say, if you get territorial, you know, you're going to kill the golden goose here. You're not going to have a successful transition. You're not going to have a successful thing to hand down to the next generation, which is often a, a very important part of what you do. And then somebody that can really communicate with everybody, as, as Gina was talking about the different circles and where the people live in those circles, um, how do we talk to those off-the-farm folks or, or the people that aren't in the business and who talks to them? Um, you can certainly send them legal documents through the email, and that might not be your most successful way to do it. Um, you know, I, I uh, often use uh, family reunions or holiday weekends when you've got a group of people in town and you can put them all in a room and you can clear up a lot of the, the, the gossip and the myth-making that happens inside of a business transaction like uh, with a family. Um, you know, so-and-so talks to so-and-so and they hear this and not, not the full story. And give, uh, you know, give those people that are really taking responsibility for the transaction the opportunity to, to state their case. Um, so, you know, as an attorney, that's, that's what I look at. How do we build trust in this transaction? Because without building the trust, uh, it's not going to happen. And certainly, how do we not destroy trust? Um, because often you've got a certain amount of trust between family. And if anything that you do in that transaction destroys that, that, that uh, that's a big no-no. I think we were just talking with the CEO of a sixth-generation family business, and I know when he was sharing some of their history with, with us that he talked about how in the 80s he had an uncle, I believe, that um, took their five different divisions and split them out among uh, the family. And there's probably 60 different family members that would be involved today, but they kind of went through that process over a year's period of time. And then fast forward um, today, a couple of decades later, um, he's now doing his transition. But I think doing those... Uh, Family meetings is really powerful that you talk about to have conversation in that way. And not many businesses have made it through six generations. So I think there's a, a lot of lessons to be learned and stories to be had and, and shared among people too that can learn from, well, how did your family handle this in, in those circumstances? And, and that's something that we bring is having experienced those things alongside our clients. Yeah, you know, every time you do it, I you get the, you know, the current CEO or the current owner in your office and they tell you how they want things to happen. And you said, well, have you talked to the people that this stuff is happening to? Uh, is this what they want? 
are these things that they're going to, you know, going to be a part of because without their buy-in, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, and often that, that really changes things. And, and in my experience, it often simplifies things because some of those problems that, that they foresee happening really aren't problems at all. Um, and and the, the family working together can, can do a lot. And that's why you have a family business. That's the strength of a family business is working together. And uh, you know, giving us the opportunity to help you do that is, is really one of the great joys because to look back at, at my firm that's been around you know, for 100, 100 years and has represented multiple generations of families throughout the community, um, it's a pretty neat story to tell, to sit down with somebody and they can talk about you know, working with my grandfather or, or my, our grandparents working together. So we really would love to do that for, for any families that are out there. But uh, if, if you don't talk to us, it is helpful to get somebody that's been through this and can help you do it. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you, Barry, for uh, being on the podcast today and gives everyone a flair of how to work with family business transactions. Have a great day, everyone. Go make it worth it. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at goosemanlaw.com.